You're listening to Jeff is Moody. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to Jeff is Moody Airlines. Uh, we have been cleared for takeoff. So please, board, sit down, relax. Tray tables out, seats back. We don't follow rules and regulations here. We'll be taking off shortly. Um, enjoy the flight. Kings. Queens. My brothers, my sisters, my people. Welcome to the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturel. Great talk, great music. Adult only, you know? Listen, we will laugh, we might cry, we will think, we will be motivated, we will be inspired, but most of all, we will be entertained. With that being said, kick back, relax, we got you. You are now traveling with numero uno. The number one flight through the talk show skies is the Jeff is Movie Show. Let's go. Enjoy the bounce. Young boy, man, what a week. What a year. It, to, 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 2020 is, my goodness, 2020 is the son of a bitch right now, young boy. You know, we got that we got that classic replay for him today. We got it for him, young Sean. We, we, we gonna be talking about how history repeats itself in events, unfortunately, they repeat themselves in this country. How you doing, man? You all right? This show's a little different. We 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 not doing none of that. We got we got two classic uh um um uh replays, young Sean. And 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 we out. We 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 not gonna be really long like we usually are. Uh I'm gonna do moody motivation right here in this segment. No gym news, no dumb shit news, smack the fire out today, no world's most trifling, no polar opposite of trifling. We just going to get to these replays. It's, it's just funny and it's ironic how I came across such an important replay that I did years ago regarding rioting. And it's really sad how it applies right now. You all right, young boy? We wanna, we wanna, we wanna get this on the road. You good? Everybody good? Mama good? Daddy good? Everybody good? You being a good young man? You got your Kool Aid? I, I, I don't. We doing replays. I don't. I, I listen. You, you, you cover your ears if you got to. Make sure you sip the Kool Aid. Let's get the show on the road. How y'all doing out there? Y'all all right? Y'all, please keep in mind this is a classic replay, folks. This week is a classic replay we got all brand new coming up next week 
But this is important, youngin. You ready to get the people what they what what they used to? Let's do it, man. We got a we got a show to do today. Let's go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. I see you. I see you. Thank you, thank you, sir, ma'am, over there. We know that you are ready to get out in them streets and let your voice be heard right now. You are always far too kind. I don't know what I would do without y'all in that section over there. All my people over there and over there and over there at the job, in the office, on the road, in them streets, wherever you may be. Ladies and gentlemen, my kings and queens, welcome to the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturell on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and ReachOneNetwork.com. For all of my iPhone and iPad users out there, please download that free Beat Break 87FM app for your iOS devices in your app store. Android people, we are on the way. I know you're tired of hearing me saying it, but it's coming. For right now, check us out on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and ReachOneNetwork.com. Family, if you like, contact me on Instagram at the Jeff is Moody Show, or you can text me your comments and or questions to 678-386-5331. You can hit DJ Naturell up to salute her for her ATL traffic mix at DJ Naturell, and that is on all social media. Naturell with an E, N-A-T-U-R-E-L. Family, uh, I will be a pilot for this three-hour flight. It's typically two hours and change of talk, and then we do some music with Nat. Uh, kick back, relax if you can, even if you cannot. I guarantee you that we're about to make this the best portion of your day. I am here to get you through the grind. Uh, special shout-out to all my drivers out there who listen to Jeffers Moody while you're on the road. Honk your horn for me while I ring my bell for you. Drivers, what up? How y'all doing out there, man? All my commuters, how you doing? You on your bicycle? You know, you in your car? You in your you 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 in your in your FedEx truck, your UPS truck, your Amazon truck, whatever you doing? If you rolling somehow, uh, thank you for listening. Y'all heard my bell? Did y'all hear the bell this week? Even on a classic replay week, we gotta make sure y'all hear that bell. One love to all my family who listen while you work or play and you choose the Jeff is Moody show, whether you're in the gym, which is now slowly opening, that's on y'all. Whether you're in the house, wherever you are, if you are listening, I thank you. Now, family, we're going to move a little quicker than we normally do today. Um, Before we get into today's show, uh, you know, you guys all know what's going on across the country in protest to Greg Floyd, who was George Floyd. I'm sorry about that, King who was callously, blatantly, and cold-blooded murdered by a police officer in Minneapolis. And we start thinking that this is this is nothing new. This has been going on since we've been here in this country. It's sad, it's unfortunate, but I tell you what is what is more unfortunate. It's the fact that I could come across a show I did five years ago about Freddie Gray, who was murdered by a a police in Baltimore. And that show can be relevant five years later. I don't even know how I came across that show, folks. I was I don't know. I must have been doing something that had me in the bag of the old, you know, replays from Next Door Neighbor Radio. And I come across this show and I said, man, the the victims' names have changed 
but the circumstances are still the same. George Floyd in Minneapolis. Rodney King. He didn't die, but we saw a cold-blooded beating and we saw cops get exonerated for breaking the law right in front of our faces to spit in our face. Michael Brown, Trayvon Martin, Sandra Bland, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor. The list goes on. We can run this list on and on and on. And don't tell me how cops kill more white people than they kill anyone else because they kill more unarmed, innocent, harmless black people than they do anything else in America. The police institution was organized to monitor and control blacks in the American uh, 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 law enforcement system. You know, I typically do a moody motivation, but I'm going to do a, I'm going to give you guys a little motivating word right here, right now. And we're going to get into these replays. You're going to know when enough is enough in your life. You're going to know when enough is enough. I know you, for those of you that have been listening for a while, this is a, this is a, this is new, but remember, it's just a replay week. That's, that's all. And I just want to get to the point. I want to get to the shows, y'all. We got, we got some good shows for y'all today. Some good throwbacks. You're going to know when enough is enough in your life. You're going to know when an abusive relationship is enough. You're going to know when being broke is enough. You're going to know when not reaching for your dreams is enough. You're going to know when not believing in yourself is enough. You're going to know when enough is enough. And when you come across that moment and when you come across that realization, please remember to take advantage of it and make a move and don't be afraid of the consequence. A lot of times we're terrified of the consequences of making change. A lot of times we're terrified of, of what, who's, who's not going to like it, who's going to be opposed to it, what are the penalties for it, but we got to get off that. And you got to reach a point in your life when you know that enough is enough and you're bold enough to step out there and make a change. Like all of our freedom fighters out there putting it all on the line right now, would they realize enough was enough. There's no way I should be able to go back five years and get an episode from five years ago from a whole completely other podcast and it still be relevant today. We got to know when enough is enough. I've been on the front lines of, 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 of fighting for, for, for freedoms and justice and equality for a very long time. And now I'm watching other people as well as myself in all different ways and shapes and forms. And here we are, united, black, white, Asian, Latino, out here banging with the cops. You may wonder why this is motivation. The reason this motivation is because you have to realize that this is your time right now to say that enough is enough for something. This is the time to make a change in your life, a positive one, a good one. This is your time to make a change in someone else's life. This is your time to inspire and motivate somebody to stop being 
in the positions they're in that they don't want to be in. This is your time to inspire people past mediocrity. This is your time to move people along. This is your time to ride or die. This is your time to stand. Yes, you're going to finally know when enough is enough. When you wake up one day and realize you're willing to die to do the right thing. Now that was Moody Motivation. Typically you would get that in the second segment of the show, but I'm doing it today because it's a replay. We'll be back to normal next week. Family, please remember to understand and know and don't be afraid of saying enough is enough. Now that was Moody Motivation. And here's what we have for you on today's The Jeff is Moody Show. Um, as I told you all, it's a classic replay, and I'm going to be doing it. I'm going to be replaying the show I did from the Next Door Neighbor Radio podcast five years ago when Freddie Gray was killed by police in Baltimore. It really was irony, and it really just shook me that that show is so relevant right now in 2020. And when I realized that I abandoned the show that I was going to do, you know, we had a great show for y'all. We're going to have a great show for y'all next week. We got a great show for you today. You know, on Saturday night, I, I spent time on a Zoom call with, with the architect, Sean Garvey, and uh, Mario Watts, uh, Dice Gamble, and Queen Michelle from Real Chicks Rock, and T-Quest, and, and, I, and I bumped into these royal, outstanding people with all sensible and knowledgeable and brave solutions for what we need to do. But one thing that we all realized at the end of the day is that we have to actually do it and not just talk about it. And, I, and, and, and I'm going to be promoting a lot of those folks. Their, their shows are great. It's not a weak show amongst them. But this hearing this old show that I had that that resonates right now, to me, it was more important than than going about the business I intended on going about today. So we're going to play that show for you. And then we're going to move into I think I did. I pulled another classic show while I was at it called Whose Mama Is This? And I think that's a little bit more levity. But I think that followed up on when I was talking about Freddie Gray. Also, it's their replays. I haven't listened to them all. So y'all will be just as surprised as me. The majority of you have never heard these shows. And that's why I tell people to make classic, timeless content. What I try to do is make content that you can listen to years later. I like to compare my show to a really good song. I like to make the kind of podcasts and the kind of radio shows. and the, I like to give you the kind of product that never expires. So that's what we're going to have for you today. There are none of our usual segments. Um, I just did the Moody Motivation, y'all. Uh, there is no dumb, dumb shit news today. There's no gym news. Um, we're just going to get on with these replays. Then from five o'clock or so, well, anywhere around five something till six, we have the ATL traffic mix with DJ Naturel. So we got all that and more for you today, fam. It is a packed show as usual. So get ready for this three-hour flight because Verbal Raw Dog season has officially begun and is in full effect. When enough is enough, you'll know. When enough is enough, 
you'll know. R.I.P. to the victims of police brutality. And God knows, America, you seem to be more mad about Colin Kaepernick kneeling than you are about a cop kneeling on an innocent man's neck and killing him and being supported by a large portion of hateful Americans. Enough is enough. We'll be right back with the replays. This is Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and ReachOneNetwork.com. This is BeatBreak87 FM. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on BeatBreak87 there's a lot going on in the world, and your world is always changing. That's why it's important to stay connected. The latest news, the latest entertainment, the newest music. If it's in the air or on the air, it can be in the palm of your hand, wherever you are, with the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Over 1,500 live radio stations from across the country, and over 15 million songs to create your own custom station. Listen at iHeartRadio.com. And on the iHeartRadio app, under Beat Break. 87 FM. Tune your radio. Tune in. Now. You can tune in to this radio station on any smartphone or tablet. iPhone. Android. Blackberry. Nokia. Samsung. Windows phones. Or whatever you have. Download the free TuneIn app from your phone or tablet's app store. Tune in with music, sports, news, and comedy. From over 70,000 radio stations around the world. Check it out at TuneIn.com. Or your app store. N-D-N Radio 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 What up man, this is Big Fee of the BeatBoss.com And we are proud sponsors of the Saturday Morning Hangover If you ever need station IDs, beats, drops, anything production related Come holler at me at the BeatBoss.com Now get sober Get sober, get sober. Yeah. You're listening to the Mr. Moody's Neighborhood Saturday Morning Hangover on NDN Radio Good morning, family. Good morning. Happy Saturday morning. Welcome to Mr. Moody's Neighborhood, the Saturday morning hangover. My name is Mr. Moody. How y'all doing? This morning, I got to tell you. So when I cut uh, Mr. Moody's Neighborhood yesterday, Big Ray, the homie from Cali, he sponsored the Friday show with Mickey's which is a malt liquor. I don't really drink malt liquor, but it but it was a flashback to when I was in Cali. So I said one Mickey's could not possibly hurt me. Um, I'm going to celebrate my brethren and I'm going to celebrate some of my re- my West Coast history. I'm going to drink this Mickey's, right? So I drank the Mickey's, which is malt liquor. 
And for the rest of the day, I couldn't feel my face. And I also felt like I had x-ray vision. And I also felt like I needed my wisdom teeth to be pulled or some shit like that. Thanks a lot, Ray, for supplying me with malt liquor. And even more insane than the Mickey's is the fact that my stupid ass drank the Mickey's. Mickey's is still good, though. I just can't swing with it, Ray. I can't do it. I'm too old for Mickey's. I got to I got to get the rest of that beer to my my puppies in the studio. They'll 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 drink that shit up. I can't feel my face. Thank you very much, Big Ray. Appreciate it. What up, Ray? This morning on a hangover, I'm going to give my opinion on Baltimore, but I'm going to really give my opinion on rioting. Tell you how I feel about rioting, man. And then I'm going to pay homage to the legendary Ben E. King, best known for his hit single, Stand By Me. He passed away at the age of 76 on Thursday. Legendary singer. He had way more hits than Stand By Me. Trust me. I'm going to play three or four joints. No Crash the Car mix today. My, my, my mind wasn't on crashing the car. or wasn't on putting no mix together. I want to talk about this situation. And I want to pay homage to Benny King. Next week when I return. The hangover will return to normal. And I'm going to rock the hell out of a crash to car mix. That's what I'm going to do. So welcome to the hangover, man. Yeah, listen. Whatever you do today, make sure you do it well. And even though I'm talking about this riot situation and paying homage to Benny King. The mission is still to get sober. Welcome to The Hangover. You're listening to the Mr. Moody's Neighborhood Saturday Morning Hangover on NDN Radio. NDN Radio. Radio. So, you know, a lot of the fam, they had been asking Moody, how do you feel about the Baltimore situation? Um, I haven't really talked about it. A lot of circles I'm in, my mom, my dad, my brothers, my sisters, like, yo, how you feel, son? How you feel about the rioting? How do you feel about black folk yet again tearing down the very environments that they live in? What do you think about this ongoing cycle of police brutality? It just doesn't seem like anything is going to change. And I'm going to tell you, for the most part, my opinion is things are not going to change because we're too deep rooted in a system 
in America that practices now blatantly open discrimination and hatred towards people of color. One thing I want everybody to remember is that in America, black people are not the root cause of of racial violence or police brutality. Well, you can say we're the cause based simply on our skin color. Now, this is not a message of militancy. This is not an anti-white person message because that would be silly. This is just a factual point of view. Um, If you're one of my white listeners, you listen to this shit because a, a part of being a better person is understanding the truth about yourself and no matter how much the powers that be and unfortunately a large portion of people in white America no matter how much they despise it a part of bettering yourself is acknowledging your history both positive and negative so I'm not being anti at all I'm just being factual and if Facts that I am telling you offend you to the point of anger, then I just got to ask you to eat a dick. Because when you're offended by truth, it points out the biggest character flaw inside of yourself. So I'm going to speak my version of the truth. I'm going to give you all my opinion on Baltimore. You want to know how I feel about rioting? Well, I am not a big proponent of setting shit on fire. I'm not an arsonist. I'm not a big proponent of looting um, and, and tearing up my own community where I have to wake up the next morning and walk by the smell and the ash of the fire that I set. My opinion is when a young unarmed black male is murdered by the police because this is murder like Michael Brown murder like Trayvon Martin murder although George Zimmerman was simply a want to be a wannabe cop a scumbag wannabe cop who took the law into his own hands although he was advised by 911 and police to basically mind his fucking business he took the law into his own hands. We're going to talk about that on the hangover this morning. And he was celebrated for it. the murder of unarmed children and men and women. It is enough to get you furious, of course. But when I am taking a flat screen TV in the name of Freddie Gray, I don't know how I'm lending to the cause. Let me say this. Looters and arsonists and black quote unquote riots are the minimum of participants. If you turn off the television and if you take your blinders off and if you take your head out of the clouds long enough, you'll realize that the majority of black protests have always started off peaceful. 
there are stories you simply don't hear that set people off. But why do people riot? And on the news, why is rioting directed only towards black? Why do they make riots seem like it's something that only black people do? Why are black quote unquote rioters termed as thugs and hooligans while white rioters are termed as overzealous or revelers? We need to talk about that before you ask me how I feel about a riot. Maybe riots work. Riots are not a black thing in America. Whites are a white thing. Anytime the people have not liked something historically, they have tore shit up and killed and murdered. Why are we not allowed to revisit that portion of history? They say you don't know where you're going unless you know where you came from. Why does that not apply all the way around the board? Maybe rioting is the way because it seems to be the American way. Now, the six Baltimore cops in the Freddie Gray case, charges have been filed against them because the 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 prosecutor's office, along with a coroner's report, pretty much shows that Freddie Gray's death was a homicide, a murder, not an arrest, a murder. Now, we've seen law authority, and let me say all police are definitely not bad because I know some great officers. Let me not say they're all bad, but you have to take accountability for your bad eggs as you expect the entire black race to take accountability for ours. Let's be fair. Are you willing to be fair? Baltimore's top prosecutor announced criminal charges on Friday against all six officers suspended after Eddie Gray suffered a fatal spine injury in police custody. State's attorney Marilyn Mosby declared that no one is above the law. She declared that Freddie Gray's death was a homicide. Also, his arrest was illegal and his treatment in custody amounted to murder and manslaughter. Before the right wingers and before the hate mongers go crazy on this attorney. Keep in mind, she comes from a family of law enforcement. She's not anti-police. She's not anti-cop. If you're a good cop, you should be furious at bad cops. Instead, good cops are afraid to speak up. There's a thing called the blue. What is that? Y'all? The blue shield or the blue line or something where you don't go against your own, even when they are murderers. We saw officers beat the living shit out of Rodney King and get off for it. We saw it on national TV. We saw them get off and then we saw 
the West Coast tear that motherfucker down. Well, what's your opinions on riots, Moody? Well, maybe rioting is the way based on history. In 1863, the New York draft riots happened when white mobs angry at Union Draft rioted for three days, looting, burning property, and killing over 100 black people. That's a riot. In 1842, Philadelphia white mobs attack Black Parade and riot for three days, beating many, looting black homes, and burning a church. In 1841, Cincinnati white mobs riot against black dock workers. They rioted against them using a cannon. I I didn't miss a cannon. The thing that you put a cannonball in and shoot at ships. Destroying property and killing an unknown number of people. In 1824, in Providence, white mobs attacked blacks for refusing to get off sidewalks. Listen. Listen to what I'm saying here. It was a riot as white mobs attacked blacks for refusing to get off a sidewalk, destroying 20 buildings in a black district. 1863 in Detroit. After a sensationalist rape trial, white mobs riot, beating and killing blacks and burning down some 35 buildings. 1866 in New Orleans, whites attack black political parade outside the Mechanics Institute in New Orleans. 38 killed, 46 wounded. 1866 in Memphis, white mobs riot against black Union soldiers. 46 blacks killed, five black women raped, 100 buildings looted and burned. 1868, Louisiana, the Opelousas massacre. Political riots result in over 1,000 armed whites massacring perhaps over 100 black opponents 1870 Lawrence South Carolina mob of 2500 armed whites riot against local freedmen's militia black office holders and their white allies 1870 in Alabama in political unrest white mobs spark riots at polling places to terrorize and intimidate black voters listen to me 1871 Rioting white mobs killed 30 blacks over several days. Local black homes burned along with a black school. 1873 in Los Angeles, armed white mobs riot against black office holders. Burning courthouse with blacks inside. Killing 60 to 150 people. 1874 
white citizens angered by black voters and office holders erupt into a riot. 31 people are killed. 1874, Louisiana. Paramilitary White League sparks riot, killing some 20 freedmen, office holders, and their white allies. 1874, Louisiana. 5,000 White League members riot against local government, seen favorable to blacks. 40 people killed. 
or violent. You didn't see tanks roll out. You didn't see police out shooting. You didn't see police out antagonizing people by throwing objects into the crowd to set the crowd off. Why is this? What is the difference? 2014, the San Francisco Giants won the World Series. They tore the shit up. 40 arrests, two shootings. Couches were burned. Buildings were hit with graffiti. Businesses were vandalized. But nobody characterized that as a riot. 2011, the Vancouver Canucks lose in the Stanley Cup Finals. 100 people arrested, 150 injured in a riot. That included the burning of 15 cars, the vandalism of approximately 50 businesses. Total damages were expected to run well into the millions of dollars. Those people were not called thugs. 2015, Ohio State University wins the NCAA football championship. Fans set 90 fires, tore down a goalpost. 1999, Denver Broncos win the Super Bowl. The damage was estimated at $160,000, but it still wasn't called a riot. Instead, they would just call some overzealous revelers hell-bent on causing trouble. 1993, Montreal Canadiens win the Stanley Cup Finals. The riot caused $2.5 million in damages. 168 people were arrested and 115 injured. Nobody called a thug. Penn State coach Joe Paterno was fired amid child sexual abuse scandals and allegations in 2011. Penn State fans took to the streets to defend an accused child molester. They called it an unruly protest. At least that's what the New York Times called it. They didn't call it a riot. It was an unruly protest and a clash with the police. It took a $190,000 toll. Penn State fans tipped over a news van all in the name of a now deceased coach who allegedly knowingly ignored his colleague's track record of sex abuse allegation. Paterno was not the the sexual abuse. I think it was, uh, I forgot that guy's name. Nineteen eighty four Detroit Tigers win the World Series. One person died, eighty people were injured. Two thousand and four Boston Red Sox win the American League Championship Series. Crowd vandalized property, set fires, tried to overturn cars. Eight people were arrested. One woman, journalism student Victoria Snellgrove, died after police pepper spray projectile fatally struck her in the head. 2014 (laughs) in New Hampshire at a pumpkin festival. You know, no black people were there. Many of these students who were uh, students of Keene State College yelled curses at police, started fires, flipped flipped cars over, tore down street signs. 
One participant even told CNN that revolting from the cops was a rush because it's a blast doing things you aren't supposed to do. Why are they not called thugs? It goes on and on. Maybe rioting is the way. This is a country that will always be divided by race. It's not our doing. This is a this is a country that pays race polluters, race dividers, hate mongers like Bill O'Reilly, Sean Bill O'Reilly, Sean Hannity. They are paid to separate race. Fox News is actually paid to separate and incite violence and separation. Think about that. Why doesn't anybody have a problem with that? The Geraldo Rivera's of the world, the Wolf Blitzers, the list goes on. Holidays such as Columbus Day. The, the American discuss with what they call immigrants, which is hilarious because actually my white friends, you're the original immigrants to America. You can just ask the Native Americans that, although we're not allowed to bring that up. Everything you've acquired from them has basically come through bloodshed, deception and slavery. Why are you allowed to casually wave off your negative history? Why do you stress the importance of American history, but refuse to acknowledge the dark side of it? I was reading some content on the Inquisitor. uh, I think it's the Inquisitor.com. And there was a white woman, uh, Michelle Manhart. She's ex-military. Excuse me. And she approached a group of black college students at Valdosta State University in Georgia. Those students were protesting the American flag by walking on top of it. Now, while I don't agree with desecrating anybody's flag, the concept of American freedom is, is having a right to do so if you choose. This woman of white privilege attempted to rescue the flag and was restrained, subdued and arrested by campus security. Now, no charges were filed, but. This woman of privilege was banned from the grounds of the university. Why am I harping on the word privilege? Well, do you know that this same woman who has so much regard for the American flag had to resign from the Air Force rather than face discipline for guess what? (laughs) Desecrating the American flag. Just eight years or so ago, this hypocrite posed nude with the flag dragging on the ground, which apparently violates a U.S. code that governs how the flag must be handled. Oh, wait a minute. She also posed nude for Playboy with only the flag covering her body. A one time desecration of the U.S. flag wasn't enough for Miss Manhart as she then posed nude again for Peter this time using two small American flags to cover her titties. The U.S. code clearly states the flag should never be used as wearing apparel, bedding, or drapery. It should never be festooned, drawn back, nor up in folds, but always allowed to fall free. But see, the courts have ruled that the constitutional First Amendment right 
to free expression takes precedence over the rules against mishandling the flag, such as using it as wearing apparel or placing it on the ground. In other words, those students that were walking on the flag had the same right to do so as Michelle Manhart had to pose nude with the flag on. But isn't it funny how this woman is allowed to disregard her own desecration of the American flag, but she can rush to the rescue of the flag when some African-Americans are exercising the same right that she has? Why do you ignore this? The portions of you in white America, I'm simply asking you a question. Why do you ignore these actions, this hypocrisy? Why can't you see that your privilege is the true destructor of the racial harmony of this country? So how do I feel about riots? I don't agree with burning shit down in your own community. But maybe riots actually get results. After all, you are the masters of the riot, not us. We riot when innocent people are killed by police. You riot when the Kentucky Wildcats choke and lose a basketball game. Before it came completely unacceptable to do so, and before this government was forced by not only uh, the pressure from within this country, but globally to start standing up for people of color, you rioted when black people had the right to vote. You rioted because we would not get off of a sidewalk. Your riots included murder, rape, lynchings, hangings, and burning human beings while they were still alive. Maybe rioting is the way. We're called thugs. You're called overzealous fans. The history of our riots are based on injustices committed against us. And much of the history of your riots are based off your pure hatred and bloodlust for the heads of any race that is not your own. Maybe rioting is the way. Maybe it's the American way. Prove me wrong if you can. This is not an attack on police. I know too many of them. I have respect for too many of them. I have this in my family. I have them in my family. This is not an attack on all white people because clearly what the media does not show you is the high number of white people that are involved in protests when injustices are done to African-Americans. See, the media doesn't want to show you those white faces. They don't want to show you people that are here for the, the sake of humanity. For the sake of equality, there are so many white people that lay themselves down and commit themselves to the race and the struggle for equality and fair treatment, but they will not be shown to you. They're there, but those cameras will not show them because they're afraid that when people see that the races actually do get along. They're afraid that that'll bring the country together. And Lord knows that America is making billions and trillions of dollars off of racial hatred. Whether it's the prison system, whether it is war with the military, America makes trillions off the fact that the races don't get along. So maybe rioting is the way. The officers in Baltimore have been charged. Maybe we've taken a page out of your book. And maybe rioting is the way. So the next time you talk about a bunch of black thugs who are rioting because an unarmed black man 
is gunned down or choked to death or has his spine broken while in police custody. Maybe you should pick up a history book and read it. Maybe you should Google riots in America. And maybe you'll discover that perhaps we've just taken a page out of your book without the murder, the rapings, the lynchings, and the killings. In America, maybe rioting is the way. That's how I feel. Now, black folks, I'm going to say one thing to you. We all know that the problems in our communities don't justify unarmed black men and women getting killed because when our communities were stronger and more organized, the powers that still be, the powers that be, they still found justification to commit murder and sabotage. But just once, just once in my communities, I would like to see us get this riled up about crimes that we commit against each other. You know, nowadays we're not allowed to connect one to the other. But I tell all my smart, dumb motherfuckers all the time, we know there's a difference. We know that if black people wore slacks and and, and dress up uh, shirts and jackets and penny loafers, we know they would still be brutality against us. But we are beginning to give a pass to those of us that terrorize our communities. They get a pass. We remain silent. We don't protest. We don't take it to the street when our own crime just completely decimates our community. Just once, I would like to see us get this riled up about the crimes that we commit against each other. Technically, I know that one doesn't have anything to do with the other. But seeing that the hateful ones use this as an excuse, I'm amazed we've almost given a pass to our own destruction and we only get riled up when it's racial. I'm disappointed in that. I am. And we're so crab in a barrel and we have drank so much of the Kool-Aid that we are now afraid to call each other out. You know, many of us are great because our parents from the 50s, 60s and 70s, they raised us to be self-accountable and now self-accountable will get you called an Uncle Tom or a Coon. Once again, what we do to each other in our communities does not justify what the police are doing. It's a separate issue. On another issue, I would like to see us get our communities back by making people accountable and not waiting for law enforcement to come flush out the bad apples in our community. I would like for us to be brave enough to get the bad apples out of our own community. Two separate issues, but we're giving a pass to it, whether you want to admit it or not, because God forbid you talk about what we're doing to each other, especially in the same breath as what they're doing to us. Wrong is wrong. We got to start in these communities and taking the communities back on our own. But unlike any other race, we're the only race that has to deal with outside sources actually coming into the community to sabotage the community. Ask Ronald Reagan. Ask George Bush. You know, crack didn't just miraculously, miraculously appear in black neighborhoods. It didn't grow on a tree. When we get it together, the evil forces from the outside come in and attempt to tear us down. We have to be stronger, and that starts with self-accountability. 
if you wanted to know my opinion on the riots and Baltimore that's my opinion rest in peace to Freddie Gray and condolences and well wishes to all families that have had to suffer through police brutality that's how I feel just in case you wanted to know we're going to take a break this week on the Crash the Car Mix, and I'm going to just play a few classic joints from the late, great, legendary soul singer Ben E. King. Next week, I'll return with a blazing Crash the Car Mix. But for now, enjoy these classics from the legend. Rest in peace. Oh, Ben E. King. Man, did you have some hits. I'm going to play a few. Enjoy this Saturday. Treat yourself right. Make sure you treat somebody else right. And remember that all we got is us. Most importantly, though, at this moment, make sure you do one thing for me. And that's get sober. See you all next Saturday on The Hangover. Saturday morning hangover on NDN Radio. Stand by me, the legend, Ben E. King. Let's go. When the night has come and the land is dark and the moon is the only night we'll see No, I won't be afraid Oh, I won't be afraid Just as long as you stand Stand by me So darling, darling Stand by me Oh, stand by me Tumble and fall, or the mountain should crumble to the sea. I won't cry, I won't cry, no, I won't shed a tear just as long as you stand, stand by me.
Can't you feel it when we touch? I will never, never let you go. I love you oh so much. You can dance, you can dance. go and carry me on till the night is gone and it's time to go. If he asks, if you're all alone, can he take you home? You must tell him no. Cause don't forget he's taking you home and in whose arms you're gonna be. So darling, say the last dance for me. Don't forget who's taking you home And in whose arms you're gonna be So darling, play the last dance for me Play mm, the last dance for me You're listening to the Mr. Moody's Neighborhood Saturday Morning Hangover on NDN Radio. Good night, my love. Let the dreams sleep like my love. May tomorrow be sunny and bright and bring you closer.
You're listening to the Mr. Moody's Neighborhood Saturday Morning Hangover on NDN Radio. N-D-N Radio, radio, radio. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break Show. We have the one and only Rob Wilson in the studio. Rob. Yo, what's up, man? What's good? Hey, man, happy to be here, bro. You have people that come from humble beginnings. They weren't taught how to manage their money or how to build wealth. What do you say about those that didn't come from that type of environment or that background where they were not able to have access to that kind of information? Just start that process. And once you start that process, there becomes a conversion. The more you save, the less you spend. But you have to start the process because it's hard. My, I got a baby sister, man. She tell me all the time, bro, I'm going to start saving money when I make some more. Okay, all right. It's the Beat Break Radio Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Radio. Hey, family, what's up, man? Kings, queens, my brothers, my sisters, all my beautiful people, man. Uh, Thank you for tuning in to today's uh, classic throwback episode of the Jeff is Moody show. Uh, Today we are, as you as you hear, we are featuring uh, some of my classic podcasts from uh, Next Door Neighbor Radio, Mr. Moody's Neighborhood, Super Sevens, Hood Love Mondays, Saturday Morning Hangover, you know, Jeff in the car. Um. That was uh, one of the most popular urban podcasts and one of the most influential urban podcasts. You know, that was around at that time. You know, I started in uh, pretty much towards the end of 2007, you know, over 1500 episodes of of podcasts. And now uh, it's just a pleasure and an honor to be on Beat Break um, and be 66 episodes into uh, Beat Break 87 FM. Uh, the reason that these shows, you know, today's the, the previous show that you heard, it was so important because it's just unfortunate and it's tragic that it can be still relevant. That when you look at it, we really haven't fixed anything with race relations, and with police brutality in this country. When you look at the fact that racism is just as rampant as ever, um, hate groups are back on the rise again. You have a white supremacist, white nationalist president who doesn't make apologies for it. And he is actually inciting violence from the White House. Um, It is really sad when you look at America and you say that, man, people were more mad about Colin Kaepernick kneeling for the very thing that people are rioting for now, which is police brutality. Um, These replays, I think they're important. You know, I'm never short on material. I'm never short on uh, giving you guys a brand new show. I'm a a content creator in the biggest way. But I think that it's really good to always remind people where I come from. You know, Next Door Neighbor Radio, that's uh, Cousin Ed and mine. That was our brand. And it still exists. We just haven't, you know, cut anything there for a minute. And um, I think I did my last episode over there, you know, in 2016. But I want you guys to remember something. I treat my content. I treat every show that I do 
I treat it like a really good song. That is always the analogy that I make. I treat my stuff like a really good song. You know, I want to be able to listen to a classic Gladys Knight or Isley record 20 and 30 years uh, later. I do believe that I have created some content like the show that you just heard where you can listen to it 10 years later, eight years later. It's good to remind people where you come from. You know, my career didn't start here at Beat Break. You know, I'm having a fruitful and a beautiful career over here, but I started on my own with Cousin Ed and DJ Naturell over there at Indian Radio. So I hope you guys enjoyed that first show. We're going to be moving into a second show. And um, if I'm not mistaken, this is a classic too, y'all. And I think that this was actually the follow-up to the the this show that was previously played, right? Um, as you know now, because you've listened to the, 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 the classic replay, you know, as Freddie Gray, you know, just murdered, murdered in Baltimore by the cop. They fractured his spine. They severed 80% of his spine. It, and it was sad. And I was hoping that that five years later, that show wouldn't even be relevant anymore. But it'll always be. It will always be relevant, whether we're dealing with a white woman uh, accusing Emmett Till of something and getting a child murdered. And as she walks free, whether it's that or whether it's Eric Gardner, it doesn't matter. Whether it's Rodney King taking a beating and living, whether it's, it's Sandra Bland, no matter it's we realize this is not going to change and we realize that we just got to fight to the death. So I hope you guys are enjoying this classic replay. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the upcoming classic replay. I think we do have a bit of, I bring a little bit of levity to um, um, this next show that you're going to listen to. Um, thank you guys for the continued support. 66 episodes in, Mr. Moody is a heavy hitter. The Jeff is Moody show is a heavy hitter with DJ Naturell. It's a heavy hitter. Uh, Beat Break Radio, uh, Beat Break Radio FM.com and Beat Break 87 FM, as well as all of the outstanding programming on the station. It is it is a station that is moving and coming up at the speed of light. Uh, we are really making power moves over here, and we're happy that you guys can be along for the ride. Um, I want to talk about some great um, uh, some of my fellow um, uh, broadcasters, and um, but I'm going to save that for next week. Right now, let's stick to the replays. Um, this is uh, the Jeff is Moody show with DJ Naturell. I believe it's June 1st, right? And, uh, you know, enjoy the show this week. Happy Monday for now. Enjoy the, enjoy the show. It will replay Tuesday through Friday. You know, we play in real time, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, whether you have Alexa or anybody, you can tell Alexa at 3 p.m. You can tell Alexa to play Beat Break 87 FM. Um, you, you know, of course, go to BeatBreakRadioFM.com. You can go to ReachOneNetwork.com. We're on Spotify. We're on, um, wow, you name it, uh, iHeartRadio. We're, we're at, we, we out ya, you know? So, family, thank you for the support. I'm going to get up out of here. Y'all enjoy this classic replay. And next week, I will see you all with brand new material from the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturell. Thank you. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Be safe and resist. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break Morning Show. Comedian Doodle Brown, ladies and gentlemen. It's already in the building. I do it all. Def Comedy Jam. P. Diddy's Bad Boys of Comedy. What else can you do? What else can I do? Aren't you? Aren't I what? Just spit it out. 
A minister? I'm an ordained minister, yes. Awesome, awesome. I did not know that. Awesome. Wow, because I was looking at, I went online, I looked at one of the videos, and it was uh, a woman who was kind of half naked, and she was up on you and stuff, and so with Lily pointing out that you are a minister, I'm, I'm like, okay, uh, how current was that video? How recent uh, was that video? That's that's my most recent video. Won't it do the best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. What's up, family? Before we get started with today's MMN, let me remind you all to tune in tomorrow to the Saturday Morning Hangover. You know, a ton of the family has asked for my thoughts and opinions regarding this Baltimore situation. And I am definitely going to give that tomorrow morning on the hangover. Uh, make sure you tune in. I'm going to be talking about Baltimore and I'm going to be talking about this police brutality situation that is going on all across the nation. Uh, whether you agree with my opinion or not, there's one thing that I think we all can agree on. My thoughts and opinion will be 100 as usual. Now, let's get on with this flight on Mr. Moody's Neighborhood right here on Indian Radio. N-D-N Radio, Radio, Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Welcome to Indian Radio Airlines. We are about to depart on another podcast flight. Please fix a plate, make a drink, and enjoy the ride. Flight crew, prepare for the bounce. Ladies and gentlemen, my kings, my queens, my brothers, my sisters, my people, Welcome to the 2015 season of Mr. Moody's Neighborhood. As usual, we guarantee to keep it right, to keep it real, to keep it raw, and to keep it 100. Grab a drink, fix a plate, and get ready for the number one flight through the podcast skies. This is Indian Radio Airlines. We are getting ready to fly, but first, we bounce. Let's 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 go. Hey, yo, Ja. They got two step to this one. They got two steps to this one. Welcome to the hood. Let's go. You're listening to Mr. Moody's Neighborhood on NDN Family, family, family. How the hell are you all doing this Friday? My kings, my queens, ladies and gentlemen, my brothers, my sisters, my people. Welcome to another beautiful Friday flight right here in Mr. Moody's neighborhood on Indian Radio Airlines. And of course, my name is Moody and I will be your pilot for this flight. Call me Moody. 
Call me Jeff. Call me Jeff is moody. Call me the cubicle killer. Call me whatever you want. But understand that we are going to have a tremendous flight today. All right, family. Today on the flight, I'm going to read some fan feedback and then I'm going to introduce you all to my new creation. Whose mama or daddy is this? See, I play a clip or read a story and the fam tells me what kind of parent the person probably is. Now, this week I'm starting with whose mama is this? And the only reason I'm starting with the sisters um, is because of the queen that smacked the shit out of her son in Baltimore for being out amongst the protesters. I'm going to do a whose daddy is this next time. But uh, we start with whose mama um, is this this week, all right? So that's what we're going to do. So um, we're going to get this fan feedback going, and we are going to get this flight popping. But before I do that, I do have to tell you about the rules on Indian Radio Airlines. As you know, we basically have no fucking rules. Get your drink on. Get your eat on. Get your flirt on. Kick back. Leave the tray tables down. We have the the Mile High Club is growing in numbers every single week. Go to the back of the plane, get one of the complimentary rubbers, condoms, whatever you call them, and get freaking podcasts pregnant. Just do that for me this week. Of course, we keep it hood. So we have imported two porta potties and they're in the back too. So you can join the Mile High Club in the, you know, the plane lavatory. You just keep it grimy and join the Mile High Club in the porta potty. It's all on you. Now, family, I do have to tell you this. Um, the beer for this flight was sponsored by my homie from North Hollywood, California, Big Ray. Ring the bell for Big Ray. And as a matter of fact, pause the bounce. I know it's early in the flight and I'm pausing the bounce. I know. It, now, when I lived in California, y'all know I'm Brooklyn all day. I moved from Brooklyn to California. I moved from California to Georgia, right? Well, when I lived in Cali, I met Ray and I met all his homies and they took me into their family like a true brother. I mean, like a blood brother. Right. We had some great times out there, man. We all played basketball. Yo, fam, that is back in the day when I could hoop my ass off. That is before all these leg surgeries and all that stuff and before the kickboxing destroyed my body and all that. Right. We won about five or six rec league championships out there in California. So big up to Ray, big up to Marvin, big up to the whole. Oh, big up to Tank, big up to the whole crew in Cali. Okay, so Ray was in the ATL. He came out to Atlanta. Right. And we went out to lunch. And after lunch, uh, this motherfucker goes to the car. And what does he hand me, fam? He hands me 12, 24 ounce Mickey's beers. Talking about I'm beer sponsoring the podcast this week. Now, family, do y'all know about Mickey's beer? Huh? I mean, I love Ray like a muff. Yo, I love Ray like a brother. But do you Negroes know about Mickey's beer? It's malt liquor. That's what we used to drink in Cali all the time. But that knucker wanted me to fly this plane up off some Mickey's. He wanted me to drink some malt liquor and responsibly land this plane. And I told Ray, I got principles. I told Ray, I'm about something. I told Ray, I got the family on this flight. 
And I didn't know how I would take drinking some Mickey's and doing this podcast. So with all due respect to Ray, I'm drinking Mickey's beer for this flight. Back to the bounce. (laughs) I've had a Mickey's beer and I'm doing a fucking podcast. Yo, I forgot that Mickey's beer is malt liquor. So, so the, I'm in the cockpit off some Mickey's. So, it, so the flight is going to do what it do. I'm not telling y'all how long it's going to take to land this bitch. I don't know. Because I'm up off some Mickey's. And it's in the morning time. Yo, fam, it's like six something in the morning. And I'm up off of Mickey's, man. Jesus Christ, man. Yo, Ray, I love you, kid. And next time Ray come back, he was kind of in a rush after lunch. He was here on business. So the next time he's back in the A, he's coming back in July. I'm going to make sure you hear him on the show because he is hilarious. So before I get to this family feedback on this flight, let me give a special shout out to Queen at Lottery Queen on Twitter. That is at Lottery Queen. She is also Peaches D on Instagram. She is riding for the fam and I love her for it. Ring the bell for the Lottery Queen, who is also Peaches D on Instagram. She made the coolest video for me on Instagram, and I want to thank the queen for that. And we also share the same birthday. That's right, January 28th. So the greatness is in the blood, my queen. Thank you, lady. And uh, Queen Lottery, I also wanted to shout out a young lady who I think I saw somewhere you wrote that you had one of your one of one of your homegirls listening to the show, but I couldn't find that post to save my life. But big up to that queen as well. When you see her, tell her that Mr. Moody, tell her Jeff said, what's up? One love and thanks for the support. All right. I love you, uh, Lottery Queen. Ring the bell and y'all make sure that y'all follow the queen on Twitter at Lottery Queen and Peaches D on Instagram. That's P-E-A-C-H-E-Z-D-E-E on Instagram. And Queen, I am barely ever on Twitter or Instagram, but when I do go through there, I'll make sure I drop you a line. All right, family. I didn't want to leave some people out. Let me read a couple of emails and texts uh, to Baby Moody from the fam that I may not have mentioned last week. King Arrow says, uh, wish, wait, wait. He actually says, oh, yeah. Good luck this weekend. Tell Baby Moody to rock on. My queen and number one podcast, Baby Mama Lady Roe, says safe travels and may Baby Moody perform flawlessly tomorrow. One, that was from Roe last week. Of course, my baby brother from another mother, Big Mike Robinson out of Arizona. He says, here's a little something for Baby Moody fam. Uncle Mike is proud of you, baby girl. Go out there and relax and have fun. This is your destiny. It is your time, sweetie. It is your day. Go out there and do what you do. Be phenomenal. As long as you do your best, nothing will stand in your way. All I have left to say is watch out, Alabama. Baby Moody is in the house. Love you, Baby Moody. Now go out there and do your thing. Always, Uncle Mike. I want to thank all of you for that. I don't know if I mentioned that last week, but that means a lot, you know. You know, when you do a podcast, people are not obligated to to wish you well. A lot of people just come and get the listen and they bounce. But I'm going to tell you, the family always makes themselves known, and I appreciate you guys for that. Big up to King Rude Boy M. What's going on, Rude Boy? He goes on to say, 
How is it going, sir? Glad to hear Baby Moody accomplished her competition. I know it's a blessing for you to watch her grow up strong. I am, too, doing my duties early training and guiding my four-year-old king. Ring the bell. I also have nieces that I mentor and guide as it's my duty to do so. With this Baltimore things, what are your views and thoughts, sir? All right, King. Talk to you later. Rude boy. What up to you, rude boy? Uh, Rude boy, as I said at the beginning of the show, I am going to be talking about Baltimore tomorrow on a Saturday morning hangover. So uh, make sure you tune in, King. Yes. And guide that four-year-old King. Guide him. Guide your nieces. These kids need us more than ever. And uh, real men get it done. You know, rude boy, one thing I love about you is you never stick around for the praise. Uh, You do what you're supposed to do. Uh, You state it as fact and you keep it moving. And that's what makes you a great individual. So big up to you, man. We got some real royalty um, in this listening family. One of my favorites, Queen Autumn says, good morning, Jeff. She says, so glad that your golden voice has returned. I love the week of podcasting. I swear the only reason I got up so early last Thursday was the thought of a special podcast that day. My eyes were barely open, but I thought there's a podcast. Get up. Ring the bell, Queen Autumn. I love me some uh, doggone Queen Autumn. I'm trying to tell y'all. It took me 20 minutes to get up right, but I did. Thoroughly enjoyed it and glad you are fully recovered. That pink eye seemed crazy, though. Wow. Queen Autumn. But look, pink eye, strep throat, allergies, and a severe head flu tried to kill me. Two or three weeks. It tried to kill me. But you can't really kill the king, though. She goes on to say, glad the little princess did well on her meat. I always send her positive thoughts during the Saturday hangover so that she remains injury free enough to attain her dreams. You guys, you guys have raised her to be a lioness so that all the tears in her hands, breathing chalk dust and falls off of the beam only make her stronger. She'll be all right. I have no doubt of it. The beam is a mind thing, and it's a great exercise for a young woman approaching age 13 to begin to learn to master her own mind. That skill will hold her in good stead for a lifetime. Yes, it will. Stead, I'm sorry. Yes, it will. I look forward to more Mr. Moody's Neighborhood. The fires of Baltimore disturb me greatly. It could be L.A., Chi-Town, or your beloved Brooklyn next. The fam wants to hear your theories on it all. Have a good week, Queen Autumn. Ring the bell for my queen. I love you so much, Autumn. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tune in tomorrow, mama. I woo, have a peace of mind to give towards this whole situation. Now, King Mario Kent says, heard Miss Linda listening to your podcast and inquired about it. Uh, I don't know Miss Linda personally, but uh, ring the bell for Miss Linda. Heard Miss Linda listening to your podcast and inquired about it. She gave me your show info and I've been listening every day for two weeks now. I haven't ever heard this much frankness and unapologetic opinion in decades. If no one has ever told you this, you are freakishly similar to an old school broadcaster named Petey Green. Ring the bell for uh, Petey Green. He started before your time and was still broadcasting when you were a child. But in my era, he was a godsend and a truth warrior. His career was controversial, but successful and iconic in all ways, shapes and form. He is actually the broadcaster that influenced the great Howard Stern. I'd like to send you a link and some info regarding Pete Green. 
I think you will be in awe of the uncanny resemblance you have as a personality to Petey. There is something very honest and fearless about you, and I implore you to strive to the hilt in broadening your podcast adventure. You are not the average ride, Mr. Moody. Stay focused. This podcast is beyond the current cookie cutter podcast culture. You have power. Harvest and master it. Wow. Any assistance that I can be in elevating your brand will be happily extended to you. Thanks for what you do. I'm including my contact info in the event you choose to reach out. Best regards and continued success. Wowzers. Uh, Thank you, King Mario. You know, King Mario, I am fully aware who Petey Green is, but uh, make sure that you send me um, some info regarding that. I think when I um, first started podcasting, I think one of my uncles made a statement like that some years ago. Um, please send me all the information that you have. And I'm not really worthy of those compliments. But, um, you know, on behalf of the podcast community, uh, I will accept them because there are a lot of great shows out here. Um, and if mine is great along with theirs, that's a that's an awesome thing. So, you know, Mario Kent. Wow, that might have made my weekend right there. Thank you so much, King. Queen, yeah, send me send me everything, and let's make sure that we get in touch, man. Thanks a lot. Uh, Queen Margie says, my summer rule for the guys. Now, she's talking about, you guys know I did the 2015 hood summer rules last Friday. That was last Friday, right? So Queen Margie says, my summer rule for the guys are, no flip-flops with socks this summer. You look like an unemployed boys in the hood ass Negro. Either wear flip flops with no socks or put a pair of damn tennis shoes on. Death to the gladiator sandal and the flip flops with socks. Queen Margie, um, I wear flip flops with socks all the time. What are you? What fuck are you trying to say? What are you saying, man? You 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 saying I'm not good enough with my flip flops and socks? What are you saying? <laughs> Thank you, Queen Margie. Yo, you know you know what about flip flops with socks? She is kind of right because there is kind of like a derelict look to that, depending on the rest of your outfit. But that kind of fits me, y'all. I swear to God, I walk around with uh, flip flops and socks, but I mostly walk around with track sneakers. So, uh, you know, big up to um, Queen Margie for that. And guys. If you're not going to listen to uh, Queen Margie and you're going to wear your socks with your flip flops at a minimum, could you not wear dirty fucking socks? <sighs> Big up to Queen Margie. I love you, Marge. Thank you, babe. Queen Samantha from L.A. Fitness says a summer rule is let me work out in peace. Please tame your thirst. Thank you. Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation hmm pick up the queen samantha area code 202 says no flip phones and fake bling jewelry this summer queen karen says for 2015 summer hood rules i'm banning all dick pics please don't send me a picture of your slang on social media i didn't ask for it don't want it and it makes you look thirsty death to dick pics and then she writes shoots machine gun at dick pics yes um there are a lot of thirsty men and women out there 
and they are willing to fuck somebody based on a dick or a pussy pick. Forget what kind of disease or drama comes attached to it. This is the era of the thirst. Queen Donna says regarding the 2015 hood summer rules, ladies, this summer, we will not leave our bloody used cotex on the floor of the bathroom stall in the gym or floating in the toilet of the fucking office building restroom. Please think sanitary. Please think with basic human decency. Queen Donna also says, Kings, I am not a cat, nor am I a dog. I can withstand your juvenile approaches this summer, but cat and dog kissing and hissing are banned. Corey Black says, big up to you, Queen Donna. Corey Black says, no using spandex this summer <laughs> as fat belts. No using spandex this summer as fat belts. When y'all take them shits off and all of your cellulite pours out, it's fucked up and embarrassing. Death to spandex as fat belts. Eric, Corey, Corey, Corey. Area code 213 says, super cosign on your loud music summer rule, LOL. You don't sound like a Republican. You sound like a mature adult. No one wants to hear mega loud trash music in a subdivision or public street for that matter. Turn that shit down. Great show as usual. Area code 404 says, okay, pause the bounce. Pause the bounce. You know, family, we've come to understand that I do get around to reading most of the feedback. Some some of them get under my radar. They do. They do. But I do catch most of it. Now, I may read it weeks later, but you guys know you're used to that. I, I've never heard maybe one or two people had a problem with it, and that's fine, right? Every once in a while, I get some, I get some shit, right? So, and what, what alarms me about this next joint right here is it's from 404. And Atlanta being like basically the gay capital of the universe. When something like this comes from 404, I have to kind of chuckle at it. And then I'm like, these niggas over here. No, I don't give a fuck if you're gay. I'm just saying when I get something like this, it, it's, it's, it's always hilarious. This is from 404. 404 asks, if you suck your own dick until you come, does that make you gay? I saw this clip on XNXX, big up to XNXX, called Wicked Waka. And this dude contorted himself in a position that allowed him to suck cum out of his own dick. Gay or just talented? LOL. Listen, 404. If you're a dude at... This is what I'll say to you. If you put a dick in your mouth, you're gay. That it, it doesn't matter if it's yours. Four zero four. I've had a dick for forty five years. I think even longer than that. 
I think my penis was developing inside my mom when my dad seeded her up. And before I broke it, it was quite at five foot nine, nine and a half, five foot ten with a pair of Tim's on. Had a pretty long, big joint. But but I, I I never I never thought about sticking it in my mouth and sucking it till it came. I did. Hold on, let me drink my Mickey's. Hold on one second. You stressing me out here. It's too early in the podcast for this shit, man. This motherfucker. If you're a female, yes, it makes you gay. It if you're a guy and you put dicks in your mouth, it makes you gay. If you're a guy and you put a dildo in your mouth, it makes you gay. You got gay tending. Dicks just don't belong in guys' mouths. In, in my world, they don't belong in the mouth. So yes, if you suck your own dick until you come, that makes you gay. <sighs> Back to the bounce. Okay, fam. <laughs> the fuck kind of flight is this, man? All right, family. Listen, man. Big up to Big Ray. Uh, uh, for the homie, man, on the breaks, I'm playing all West Coast music. West Coast is in full effect. Big Ray from North Hollywood. My goodness, did we have some great times out there in Cali. Well, listen, folks, we are comfortably in the air. Do what you want to do. If you find yourself too inebriated or whatever, just don't lay in my aisles. Because y'all know we do have type flight security and they'll be happy to escort you off the plane while the plane is in the air. You are in Mr. Moody's neighborhood on Indian Radio Airlines. My name is Mr. Moody and I am the pilot for your flight. We are going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with whose mama is this. If you can suck your own dick until it comes. Are you gay? We'll be back, y'all, and <laughs> enjoy the flight. You're listening to Mr. Moody's Neighborhood on MDN Radio. You're listening to Mr. Moody's Neighborhood. Hey, yo, what up, fam? It's your boy, Mr. Moody, the host of The Realist Podcast Online with no holds barred convo. You're not going to eat shrimp and lobster on me, nigga. You, you better earn your way into the shrimp and all that. You, we're not, it ain't rocking like that. Mr. Moody's Neighborhood. Crazy? <laughs> Come and get your 100% on. Uh, <laughs> I'm seriously, what do you in radio. You're listening to Mr. Moody's Neighborhood on NDN Radio. With so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being Snoop Deagle Double G, but I. Somehow, some way, keep coming up with funky ass shit like every single day. May I kick a little something for the G's and make a few ends as I breeze? 
through. Two in the morning and the party still jumping cause my mama ain't home. I got bitches in the living room getting it on and they ain't leaving till six in the morning. So what you want to do? Shit, I got a pocket full of rubbers and my homeboys do too. So turn off the lights and close the door. But for what? We don't love them hoes. Yeah. So we gon' smoke the ounce to this. Jeans up, hoes down. Why you motherfuckers bounce to this? In back Some sequins jeans. Everybody got their cups, but they ain't chipped in. Now this type of shit happens all the time. You gotta get yours before I gotta get mine. Everything is fine when you're listening to the DOG. I got the cultivating music that be captivating me. Who listens to the words that I speak as I take me a drink to the middle of the street and get to Mac into this bitch named Shady. She used to be the homeboy's lady. Degrees. When I tell that bitch, please raise up all these NUTs, cause you get none of these at ease. As I mob with the dog pound, feel the breeze. Be out, chub jet. Laid back. With my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Rolling down the street, smoking Laid back. Later on that day, my homie Dr. Drake came through with a gang of tangle rape. And a fat ass Jake of some bubonic product that made me choke. Shit, this ain't no joke. I had to back up off of it and sit my cup down. Tango Ray and Chronic, yeah, I'm fucked up now. But it ain't no stopping. I'm still popping. Dre got some bitches from the city of Compton to serve me. Not with a cherry on top. Cause when I bust my nut, I'm raising the box to cock. Don't get upset, girl, that's just how it goes. I don't love you hoes, I'm out the dough. And I'll be. Lay back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Rolling down the street, smoking in now, sipping on gin and pills. Lay back with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Rolling down the street, smoking in now, sipping on gin and pills. Yatch with my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Rolling down the street, smoking in now, sipping on You're listening to Mr. Moody's Neighborhood on NDN Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your pilot uh, speaking. We are cruising safely at a very safe altitude through the friendly podcast, guys. I took a look back in the cabin, and as usual, the passengers are wilding the fuck out a lot of debauchery going on back there just make sure you keep it safe if you're going to do something wild please use our complimentary condoms please refrain from laying in the aisles or drink as much as you want eat as much as you want enjoy the flight i will alert you when we are about to land as for now we are flying safely you're listening to Mr. Moody's Neighborhood on NDN Radio. Welcome back, family. Welcome back to Mr. Moody's Neighborhood on a beautiful Friday, man. Right here on Indian Radio Airlines. My name is Mr. Moody. I am your pilot. 
So look, I'm going to try out this new thing I thought of, right? It's called Whose Mama or Daddy Is This? I, I, basically, I had saw a couple of things. I, I, I read a couple of things. I saw a couple of um, video clips and I was like, I want to create something new. Y'all know I'm always thinking of something new. That's my thing. You know, when I decide to move away from podcasts, I think I'm going to be a podcast consultant. I'm going to be a creative consultant for podcast. I mean, that's actually a good idea. So I said, let me try this out on a fam. All right, fam. So what this is, is I'll play a clip or read a story. I'm doing all clips today. Some of them are really short. Some of them are long, but all of them are good. All right. So I'm going to play. I'm going to play the clip, read the story. And you tell me the assumed quality of the parent. All right. So uh, let me let me pause this bounce real quick. So when you hear this, who, 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 when you hear that, whose mama is this? I want you to just imagine the kind of parent this could be, whether it's for the better or the worse. So let's try this out. Listen, this is the test run on this flight. First time I thought of it, first time I did it, we're going to find out how we like it together. All right. So whose mom is this? Well, let's start off with Ms. Toya Graham. She's the mother who gave her son a few jabs and uppercuts on national TV when she found out he was participating in the Baltimore riots as they are termed. All right. Um, I'm pretty sure that you all remember that uh, clip of the, you know, the lady <laughs> giving her son the one, two. She gave him a couple of, yo, pretty good. She, she could be an MMA fighter, you know. So we're going to start off with Miss Toya Graham, who is being held as the mother of the year. All right. So this is Toya Graham on CBS News talking about the beatdown. Who, 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 And the New York Post says, send in the moms to tame the Baltimore rioters. It refers to one woman in particular who took matters into her own hands, literally. Toya Graham spotted her 16-year-old son in a crowd of teens vandalizing and looting. Cameras captured the moment that she confronted her son. She yelled at him and struck him multiple times. And video of the moment spread quickly on TV and social media. More than 2 million people viewed her response to the attention on our Facebook page. The hashtag mom of the year began trending on Twitter. And today, Toya Graham, a single mom of six, joins us only on CBS this morning. Good morning to you, Ms. Toya Graham. Good morning. Good morning. So Good morning. Here's, a, here's a front page of the paper this morning. It's single mom of six. I want y'all to peep the, I want y'all to peep the media. Single mom of six. I'll talk about that in a second. Check this out. I don't. Because what was your intention? My intention was just to um, get my son and have him be safe. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I knew that was, um, that whole scene was not safe. It so, wasn't safe at all. Let's go back to that morning because you had told him, do not go down to the protest. Yes. Um, he told me the night before that, you know, everybody was supposed to meet up at Mondawmin Mall. And I said to him, Michael, go to school. Don't go to Mondawmin. But you knew? But you know, me and my oldest daughter, I had a doctor's appointment, mm-hmm. and we started getting phone calls that they was letting the schools out early, mm-hmm. that they were shutting down my dorm, and, and she was like, Mom, we have to go. Wow. You know, you have to leave the doctors off. We have to go. And so to get there and see 
the mess of polices and the helicopters and um, you know I actually ran over to the police and I said you know where are the children that have to um, take this bus route here but tell us when you first saw your son Toya take us there so after speaking with the police officer and he pointed across the street from Montgomery Mall um, I stood there on the same side as the police with the shields and they were throwing bricks and I was like in an awe like it was it was like oh my god and to see my son come across the street with a rock in his hand, mm -hmm. I think at that point I just lost it. You recognized the baggy sweatpants. I recognized the baggy sweatpants. He did have the hoodie on and he did have the um, face mask on, but it was something about those sweatpants he had on. And but you also made eye contact. And we made eye contact. Mm -hmm. and you're What's done. remarkable is this, and for me, <laughs> yeah. is he clearly had uh, respect and fear of you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, because as you were pushing him and, and doing that sort of right hook you had, uh, <laughs> he was backing off. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. what was he saying to you? Mom, 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 okay, mom, okay, mom. You know, and I was pretty much just telling him, you know, how dare you do this? If he, I actually went to view um, Freddie Gray's funeral, mm -hmm. um, um, body, and if he wanted to do that, I would allow him to. Mm -hmm. You know, even if he wanted to um, stay home from school to go to the funeral, I would allow him to do that. Mm -hmm. But for him to do what he was doing, it was just unacceptable. You, you said, I thought so poignantly, you did not want to lose your son to the streets. No. Mm -hmm. And I fight with this, not just because of this incident. I find myself shilling my son on a lot of different incidents where these young kids are out here shooting each other. And um, a lot of his friends have been killed. Mm -hmm. You know, and so my thing is, I just want to keep him in the house. Mm -hmm. And I know that's not going to, you know, he's going to get out. He's yeah, going to. That's, that's not really, that's not really going to work. But the way that you were striking him. Mm -hmm. You opened up a can of whoop-ass on him the way I was looking at it. That clearly was not the first time that you've had that interaction with him, is it? No. Um, like I Tell said, us about him. Um, like I stated before, he has been in trouble before, and um, he knows right from wrong. Um, he, he, he's just like the other teenagers that doesn't have the perfect relationship. All right, all right, all right. Officers in Baltimore City. Hmm. But you were... Who's my mama is this? All right. Uh, that was uh, Ms. Toya Graham. Now, who? what kind of mom is that? You know, the media is so savvy. You, you have to love how masterful the media is and that's clearly going over her head by the way she is not the mother of the year she's just a good mom you know her son being in trouble they had to let us know it was a single mom with six kids now on one note people say well moody if that's what it is that's what it is well i, I don't know if it mattered how many kids she had we're talking about one child and we're talking about a mother that that didn't want to see her son get caught up in the violence she's a good mom for that she's not the mother of the year see that's the problem with right now the throwback moms the moms of 50s 60s 70s all that they, they've been doing stuff like this been smacking the shit out of their sons for doing the wrong thing and their daughters 
for doing what was wrong. Now, was this young man wrong? Maybe we'll talk about that tomorrow on The Hangover. She's not the mom of the year. She's a concerned mother. Now, I've heard a lot of people get on her. Of course, you have your black woman haters. You have your black men that are black woman haters. And the only thing they're focusing on is this a single mom with six kids. And I don't I didn't delve into her history to know of these multiple kids by multiple men, because for me, that's crazy. Um, Or maybe she has six kids by one guy or six kids by two guys. I don't know. All I know is that I hear her saying things like school. You get home, stay safe. I would have allowed him to go pay his respects at a funeral. This is obviously a woman that is trying her best to keep her family in order. Um, I salute her for that. I salute her for the beatdown too. For those of you that thought that what she did was wrong, you know, who cares what you think? Because more than likely, you're the person that does a lot of talking, but you never do anything about anything. You just probably like to sit there and talk shit. Mothers have been disciplining their sons for for ages since I've been alive. And if daddy is home, dad, fathers have been breaking jaws. Good parents have been doing that. You know, until you lose somebody that's close to you to violence, you may not understand the mindset of Miss Graham. So as far as her giving her son a two piece, that's fair. You know, the thought of seeing your child shot down by police in a protest, that is fair. And that will make you grab your child and drag your child away. I've seen it when I counseled. I've seen it when I've coached. I have seen it. I've seen mothers drag their sons away from uh, drug activity, from gang activity. I have seen the mother come outside with the flip flops and the robe on uh, uh, kneeling and crying over her son's dead body. I can't really judge Miss Graham for what she did. She saw her son in what she deemed was a dangerous situation, and she didn't want her son to be in that situation. And I salute her and applaud her for that. But she's not the mother of the year. She's doing what a lot of good mothers do. What I wish she hadn't have done is let them manipulate her, get her on TV, let her get her 15 minutes. And this mo- this single mom with six kids, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why that needed to be known. I'm not saying that you have to hide that fact. It is what it is. But that is you had. This is the media we're dealing with. So what they want to do, they want you to make a connotation between the single moms and um, out of control black males. And let's not call these kids out of control so quickly. I'll explain that to you tomorrow on the hangover. And then they talk about well, he's been in trouble before. Right. Let's let's talk about him. Yo, my dude, the story is about a mother that removed her son from a situation. You don't have to try to villainize the young man. This young man now for the media can represent all of the wayward young black males that are out there um, with their frustrations and with and with all of this pent up hostility. They want him to be the face of that. And they have a mom that is unwittingly kind of co-signing it. She doesn't understand it's a little over her head. That's the part I don't like, but I'm going to give her thumbs up. She's out there representing for her son and she didn't want to see anything wrong with him. All right. Y'all let me know how y'all feel about that one. Of course, Jeff is moody at gmail.com. Text me at six, seven, eight, three, eight, six, five, three, three, one. All right, let's move on. Who's, 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 who's 
All right, here's a clip of somebody's mama cursing R. Kelly's dead mother and his children out because he didn't perform in Arizona. <laughs> Whose mama is this? Check this one out, y'all. Spent three hundred motherfucking dollars to come see this motherfucker. He didn't show. I got a bunch of bullshit for my motherfucking money. In Phoenix, we need our motherfucking money back. No bullshit. Here she come, here she come. Here she come, here she come. I think that money is non-refundable. A bitch ass cameraman trying to stir the pot. What a little bitch. I think I don't give a fuck. Fuck our Kelly. Fuck you. you son of a bitch. Fuck you, your dead mama, and everything you got going for yourself, you son of a bitch. Fuck you, R. Kelly, you and your mama. And your kids, your wife, and any motherfucking thing else you got going on. Bitch, put me on YouTube. I don't give a fuck. I bought these motherfucking chairs and I'm taking the motherfuckers with me. Shit, you you motherfucking right. Motherfucking you goddamn right. Motherfucking chairs. You know, hey, you know this about the, you know we're going to blow up once we post this because we'll be the first. Who's my mama is this? Hey, yo, son. She said, fuck R. Kelly, fuck your dead mama, fuck your kids, fuck everything attached to you. Yo, this lady look like she's about 60 years old, son. Whose mama is that, B? Yo, yo, first of all, I don't really fuck with Kells. Um, I fuck with the old R. Kelly. The, 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 you know, bump and grind sex in the kitchen music guy. All that peeing shit, whatever, you know, that's fucked up and yada, yada, yada. But I'm just talking about simply on terms of music. I fuck with the legendary R. Kelly that was making that grown folks baby making kind of music. I don't mess with the new 50 year old wants to be a 14 year old backpacking booty club rapper. I don't fuck with the new R. Kelly. I fuck with the old classic R. Kelly, right? But if you sat out there and paid five hundred dollars to see anybody that you really didn't have, kill yourself. Whose mama is that? Like, like, and and until the cameraman. You know, a couple of years ago, I was doing YouTube responses to videos that I saw, and I don't really have the time to do that now. But I should start doing that again. To the cameraman, what a little bitch fuck boy you are. We gonna be we gonna be the first ones to post this. We gonna be big on YouTube, you little fuck boy. It, it, it's always a a a fuck male with a camera that is trying to get on World Star or YouTube. You fuck boy. You walking around videotaping shit, trying to incite riots over some R and B artist that didn't perform. Kill yourself. All of y'all kill yourselves. Y'all should have saw my man, the first guy y'all heard speaking, he had on like all white. I thought it was R. Kelly at one point. Dick Ryder. You dick Ryder. Whose mama is that, y'all? 
Somebody come get your mama. Whose mama is that, man? Now, if that woman will spaz out that bad over a concert, y'all tell me the quality of what kind. And clearly her kids are grown because she got to be over. If she is, she got to be over 60. I mean, I know R. Kelly got some beautiful female fans, but he also got some God damn, he got some goddamn dinosaurs that's waiting for him to come. Bootleg ass coon shit. Whose mama was that? Come get yo mama. Ring the bell. All right. The next clip is uh, here's a clip of a mother recording her young son who was in the hospital on morphine. Now, is it just me or is this mama a fucked up person? Let me know. Maybe I took this out of context. Y'all let me know how y'all feel about this. Jeff is moody at gmail.com. Text me 678-386-5331. Here's the next clip. Whose mama is this? Somebody teach me some shit. Do you? Yeah. What do you need to learn? But fuck that nigga. I don't need him. I got you. Love you, mama. I love you too, baby. Shit. You always got me, okay? Okay. We gonna be alright. Ain't that what you tell me? Uh Uh-huh. I feel shit. Do what? I feel shit. You didn't? Yeah, I don't see you. How are you supposed to sleep at the same time? I don't know. Huh? I don't know. Oh. Was you talking? Yeah. Who's my mama is this? Fam, let me ask y'all a question. Is it just me? Y'all make sure y'all reach out and correct me if I'm wrong. Please do that for me. The fuck is wrong with that chick, man? Why do you want to videotape your son? You know, morphine is like a truth serum. You know, morphine is a heavy drug. I've been on morphine before with some surgeries. It's a heavy drug, man. It's heavy. I mean... When you're on morphine, somebody can literally get any information out of you that they want to because you are incapable of lying. (laughs) I promise you. The little kid is on morphine, so his truest feelings are coming to surface and he's laying there crying and he's saying, I need a dad. I need a father. I need a man in the house. Why? Why you say that? Cause I'm the only I'm the man of the fucking house. I need a man to teach me some shit. Fuck that nigga. We don't need him. I got you, mama. That's right, baby. Fuck is wrong with you? 
Why, why do you want the world to see your son's agony at his weakest moment? Where is the cuteness in that? What's your purpose? What's your mi- what's your fucking mission, lady? Whose mama is that? You know, you know what I would imagine? I bet you forwarded it, that video to the child's father. That sound about right? Did you think you was hurting a man that's not in your child's life? If he's not in your child's life, there's only two reasons. Either he's a bum ass nigga or you're a bum ass bitch or both. And judging by you taking that video and actually uploading the video for the world to see your son in true pain, mental anguish about being a child and calling himself the man of the house and saying he needs. How do you do that? How do you broadcast that and call yourself a good mother? What's your intention? Who are you trying to hurt? I'm going to tell you something now about bitch ass niggas. If, if that's a man that that seated you up and disappeared and didn't want to be around that, that don't phase him at all. Or maybe it's a man that's trying to be in his child's life and you won't let him. There's something evil about your video. There's something evil about you sitting there letting your son and you can tell that's a regular thing. Shit. Fuck that nigga, man. You mom, you mama, fuck it, man. We got this shit. Yeah, that's right, baby. Instead of going, okay, watch your mouth. I know it's okay. Just give me a hug and hush, okay? Be quiet, baby. Why did you want the world to see your son in that position? Don't you know that where your son goes now, people will be bagging on his ass? The fuck is wrong with you? If I took that wrong, can somebody reach out to me and please let me know if I'm misunderstanding that y'all know I ain't I ain't the brightest bulb in the light fixture disgusting disgusting this next clip okay now listen y'all I'm gonna close out with this here's a clip of eighth grader Phoenix Williams and his mother talking about the video Phoenix recorded of two young white kids bullying and threatening him on March 13th of this year I'm gonna play this whole clip if you don't mind fam it's a quick five or six minutes um this young man and his mom y'all y'all tell me whose mama is this who's who's my mama is Let's start there at 5.30. Local Ford defender Hank Winchester broke this story for us last night at 11 p.m. And since then, it sparked anger and a lot of... This kid is 13 years old. I want y'all to listen to this kid. He's 13 years old. Listen to this whole clip, please. Where do things stand right now? That investigation is moving forward. We do know that all parties involved have been interviewed, that this case has now made its way to the prosecutor's office. Prosecutor Jessica Cooper is very diligent and will be taking a close look at exactly what unfolded here on that bus. This morning, instead of being in school with classmates here at Bloomfield Hills Middle School, eighth grader Phoenix Williams was at home, home working to keep up on assignments, too frightened to return to the classroom. I really don't feel safe going back to school at all because both of them are going to be there. Phoenix is talking about the two classmates he videotaped calling him the N-word. They were suspended, but those close to the case say both students returned to class today. 
The district and Phoenix's mother both contacted police and investigation was launched. Since Phoenix was repeatedly called the N-word, verbally harassed and allegedly threatened that his phone would be broken if he told, some believe these minors may face ethnic intimidation charges. Legal expert Neil Rockine says the video that Phoenix captured helps tell the story. I'm so pleased that this young man had the, the wherewithal to take a video. Because the video tells us that it happened. Now the question is, how bad was it? We do know that police interviewed Phoenix, those on board the school bus, including two chaperones and the driver. What did they see? What did they hear? As for the district, the superintendent does say action was taken, but that the punishment will not be revealed. They tout themselves as award-winning, and this is a, is, a, is a clear black eye on the district's, you know, on the conduct of students within the district. Yeah. And I think that they want it to go away. Our investigation will continue new tonight at 6 o'clock. We'll be talking with a clinical psychologist. She's going to offer insight about how you can talk to your children about this important issue. We're live here tonight in Bloomfield Hills. Hank Winchester, back to you. All right, Hank. Well, let's dig a little deeper now with both Phoenix and his mother. They're standing by with Carmen. Carmen. That's right. Devin Phoenix and his mother, Shanari Williams, join us now. And I want to thank you both for, for coming in. And Phoenix, I've got to tell you how much I admire your courage to come Thank forward you. with this. Most kids would probably rather not do this. And Shanari, I know, uh, Shanari, I know that you have to admire him too. Where do you want this to go from here, though? Yeah, well, let me just first say we are so grateful to the community and for, you know, Channel 4 and just the outpouring of support we've received from other parents and just the community at large. And what we're just simply asking is that they take a no-tolerance policy to these types of behaviors. We've seen it happen recently on the university level, and they did a good job of sending the message that this will not be tolerated. It's not okay. How could this have been handled differently, do you think? Um, I could have gotten up and tried to hit both of the kids. You th probably thought about that, didn't you? I, I really did think I about agree. doing that, but then I realized that I didn't know what was going to happen after that, and I uh, was worried that it was going to somehow get turned back on me as me being the aggressor or the person who started everything. So how long did you suffer with this? Phoenix before telling your mom or even letting the school know, the teacher, for example? Oh, about the incident? Mm -hmm. uh, just right after it happened and I got off of the bus I, and I got in the car and my nana had drove me home, I had started telling That's her about great. it. <laughs> She's here too, we should tell you. And mom, when did you learn about it? Sadly, I was uh, out of town on business and uh, received a phone call Friday evening. They had a festival performance from the school um, and then the bus ride there and back. And so I received the call once my mom picked him up and he was totally distraught, upset, um, and she, he forwarded me a copy of the, the video footage. And as you can imagine, I was, I was deeply grieved, especially to know I wasn't even in town to Absolutely. do much um, and that he had just experienced this on a bus that had two adult parent chaperones and a bus driver did and no know? one interfered or the helped. parents on the bus did they know what happened no they, they had didn't no idea okay no but now idea. everybody knows everybody knows so what will it take phoenix i know you're not in school right now you're at home what will it take to get you back in the classroom and back to being with your friends and your classmates 
Well, I would like for both of the students to be expelled and for the staff and the parents and the students to also go through training in diversity and I would like to see a no tolerance for um, racism and racial Absolutely. Uh, intimidation and things of that sort. And have you heard from the parents of the boys? Uh, actually, one of the parents uh, did reach out to say, you know, that she was very sorry that the incident had happened. Sure. We haven't had an opportunity to, to talk. The other family was not interested in any one-on-ones and kind of spoke to their attorney. Um, I guess the most troubling thing is everyone here is admitting that this happened. It's not a question, um, but the problem is that they don't feel like it's necessary to do anything more than just give these boys a few days off a good firm talking to mm -hmm. and send them on their way and it's not a good idea to send that message to Phoenix and other students like him moreover not for those students because if they find out that they're not going to be met with stiff penalty they're going to high school next year and what you would know. you what advice Phoenix would you have for students who might find themselves in a similar situation uh, my advice would pretty much just be try and somehow recorded get some type of evidence uh, and t tell somebody that this is going on don't uh, keep it hidden or secret try and tell your parent or an adult that's nearby or a teacher all right well you certainly articulate yourself very well and certainly your feelings and I know this has to be painful for you but uh, it looks like you're you're kinda moving in the right direction here as far as getting it behind you and certainly we wish you both the best and thank you so much for being so brave and standing up for yourself and mom we all want to protect our children yes. and so I know how you feel too. Yeah thank, thank you, you so much for that and we're just trying to make sure people hashtag uh, no tolerance for hate crime and justice the number four Phoenix um, as well we've got a huge Facebook campaign and we've received a lot of support we're just very grateful to everyone uh, for their support and love. All, right. all the best to you both. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you. Ring the fucking bell. Ring the bell again. One more again. Whose mama is that? You know that that kid is 13 years old ain't that something more well-spoken than a lot of male adults i know hell more well-spoken than i am shit yo big up to phoenix and his mom uh miss williams what a what an outstanding job you've done with your young son um those two white kids that have clearly been taught hatred and racism at home see this is a part of white privilege um when you say there'll be no more niggers in sae or when you call a young kid a dirty nigger on the bus when you're 12 and 13 years old that's from home that is from home but a part of white privilege is that you are excused from what you learned at home you get to blame it on rap you get to blame it on society or television. You get to be an affluent white child and get drunk at 16 years old and get in a car and kill four people and not get any jail time. You get to go to a Palm Springs resort 
for your punishment. That is a part of white privilege in America. I wonder who their mothers are. Who's the mothers of those two young white kids lost that have been taught that much hatred at this young an age? Whose mama is that? Maybe we'll do that on the next one, right? I want to commend Phoenix, man. He's a sharp looking kid. My gosh, this guy was sharp, man. Dresses like a CEO. He's going to be one one day. Super articulate, super intelligent. And his mother, very classy. This ain't no slacker. This is not a mother that would be in a hospital videotaping her son's misery and uploading it to YouTube for the world to see. Let me say one thing about single black mothers. You're under attack. Um, Some of you have made, you know, certain mistakes in life that have resulted in multiple children. Now, that is some damage that you have done. That's not taken away from your children. Your children are beautiful. You're beautiful as well. But you know that the truth is, if you can do this all over again, you know what you would do and wouldn't do. Um, The popular opinion is that you are a shiftless, lazy, leg spreading Jezebel whore who just launches children from different men. They will never focus on the single black mothers. And I don't even know if Phoenix's mom, I don't know if she's a, a single mom. I don't know. His father could be in the military. There's no telling. I don't know. There are so many black women in this world that do the right thing by their children and do the right thing by themselves, but they're never applauded. No spotlight is ever shined on them. We know that young men need men in their lives. But to take every single black woman and villainize her for being a single mom when we don't really know their stories and we don't really know what happened in their lives. That is something that we have taken a a joy in doing. I'm not going to be that guy. I want to salute you mothers that are out there going through your situations, but doing the best for your kids. I want to salute you. The hood wants to salute you. I know some outstanding men that have been raised by single moms. Let me tell those of you that hate these women so much. It is the smallest percentage of, of women that want to be single moms. Women want to be loved. They want a man in the house. Oftentimes they they meet a fuck boy. Sometimes they do everything right and things still go wrong. Sometimes they lay underneath a man that has promised them love and and long lasting relationship and honor and integrity. And it doesn't work that way. And it's easy for us to judge because that's what we do. I do it, too. We're imperfect. I'm imperfect. But I want to salute y'all. I admire your strength. I admire who you are. I admire what you stand for. And I will never let this media And I will never let the society that hates you, especially black men that hate you with a passion. I would never let them influence the way I feel about you. I love you. I respect you. I demand from you that you keep your head up and you keep your decency and integrity about yourself. There are some outstanding single mothers out here. And when we villainize them, 
we villainize ourselves and we villainize our children. These women should be applauded for fighting through adversity, for remaining strong, for not being bitter, for raising beautiful, intelligent young men like Phoenix here. Yeah, we got our hamsters, rats and gerbils and we should call them out. We should. But we can't call out the hamsters, rats and gerbils without saluting the queens. The queens should be praised at the same rate that the rat should be admonished. I'm here to praise you and I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about it. And here's a message to my black men. They have so much hatred in your heart for these women that all you focus on is the worst of them and you never talk about the best of them. You are no different than the supremacist power structure. You're actually a part of that power structure. You can intellectualize it all you want. You go, oh, Moody, fuck you. you go do a blog about me or something. In case y'all haven't noticed, I don't pay attention to shit like that and barely respond to it. But if you want to dance with the king, and I am the motherfucking king, I'm always down to dance. You black men that have made a mission on shaming women that you know nothing about and never showing the best side of them, only the worst. You are one of the biggest cancers in our community. I don't care about your following. I don't care how influential you are. I am here to tell you that you are a fuck boy because it's very easy to look at the negative, but why don't you ever talk about the positive side of anything when it comes to our women? Maybe it's the self-hatred that you have in yourself. Maybe you just project that on everybody else. I don't know. Anyway, um, you got there's a lot of you women haters that listen to my show, and I know this for a fact. Let's debate one day. Bring your intellectualism, bring all your facts, bring all your clips of rats only. Bring 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 the fact that you don't spotlight anything positive about black women. And let's rumble for a little bit. I'm, I'm feeling a little feisty this spring and summer. I want to see who can fuck with the king when I feel like dancing. You know who I'm talking to. Holla at me, fuck boy. All right, family. Anyway, I'm out of here, y'all. I'm going to see y'all tomorrow on a Saturday morning hangover. And I'm going to be talking about that Baltimore situation. And we're going to get out of here. Now, let me tell you, I hope that you enjoyed whose mama is this. The next time I do it, it's going to be whose daddy is this. All right, family, we on that West Coast vibe. I want to uh, give a shout out to Big Ray for getting me fucking malt liquor inebriated during this flight. But how many people do you know could fly this smoothly while being drunk as a skunk at this time of the morning? So we're going to leave out of here on some West Coast. Do y'all remember uh, TQ? Y'all remember the West Coast artist TQ? He had a joint called West Side. And in dedication to my man, Ray Marvin, all my dudes out there, Tank, all of y'all, man. We ran that thing out there when we was out there, man. I love y'all family. I love y'all. I check y'all out tomorrow morning on The Hangover. I'm about to go drink a gallon of water. I'm home till about 3 p.m. this afternoon, and then I'm on a grind again. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have enjoyed this flight on Mr. Moody's Neighborhood on Indian Radio Airlines. I am your pilot, and guess what? This flight has 
landed. You're listening to Mr. Moody's Neighborhood on NDN Radio. This is going out to the whole wide west side. Know what I'm saying? I was just a young boy living in the hub city. Back in the days when Ice Cube and Easy had every nigga talking about, boy, you can't fuck with me. Remember Ice T had the power. Shots licking by the hour. We're too short, bumped in every super spoke, and told us all how to ride for the West Coast. And wave them like you just don't care. All day, every day, any damn day Take a look around, we got the whole world locked down No, no, don't stop, won't stop Can't stop, the ride or die That's why I put it down for the west side long ago, oh no We were still in 40s out the liquor store Oh no, so it's time to go Out to the park with the locusts Smoking roaches. DJ Quick was the shit. Had every nigga claiming he was from the CPT. Y'all remember? One time tried to clown. We had to burn this bitch on down. One time for my niggas in incarceration. I place a dime with you for having lots of patience. One time for my sisters at the county building. I got some West Side love for all you ghetto children. Three times for my niggas that done passed away. Everything's gonna be fine But until that day my only reply Is west side till I die Where you at? Throw your gloves in the air And wave them like you just don't care From LA to the bay, what you say? All day, every day Any damn day Take a look around world lockdown going on and on And don't stop, don't stop Hill Boulevard, all I see is dollars and mob cars, datings and five stars. All the true hogs is hitting switches with all the finest bitches. Across the promise, bitches, don't get it twisted. Ask me what's a real G. Show me your nigga scrapping back against the wall until his knuckles bleed. Screaming death to all our enemies and those who don't believe. West Coast living be the shit to me. One time for my niggas in incarceration. I place a time with you for having lots of patience. Don't care. From LA to the bay, what you say? All day, every 
You're listening to Mr. Moody's Neighborhood on NDN Radio. NDN Radio. 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 You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. WBS 87 FM. Atlanta. This is Atlanta's independent news station and home of the Jeff Moody Show. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Hold the up. It's the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturel. Come on, Moody. Let's get it. Uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you. I see you. Thank you. Deep Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. On Reach One Communication Station. You, you, you're, 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 listening. you're listening to Reach One Network. It's, it's everything, everything podcast. podcast. A subsidiary of Beat Break 87 FM and a Reach One communication station. Listen live on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and ReachOneNetwork.com. Well, I tell you what, man. Hey, hey, uh, hey, young Sean, man. Ring the bell. Ring the bell, man. I, hey, look. You know, when we do some of these classic replays, I don't truly know exactly everything that's in the show. You know, I, I knew what was in the first show, uh, family, because, of, you know, because of the topic and, and where we at in these times. But, yeah, we keep it entertaining. This is what I'm challenging all of my uh, fellow broadcasters and podcasters to do, whether you're a writer even, whether you're making music, you're in the studio. Make some timeless material, y'all. Make something that you can bring up years later and people can still be entertained and go back and check you out and do all that stuff. Well, you know, uh, it's been great. You know, thank you guys for supporting the classic replays. You know that I am obsessed with making sure y'all get some kind of content every single week. So um, with that being said, we're going to be back next week with that brand, brand new. No classic replays next week, all brand new. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the show, but make sure you enjoy life even more. Pray for love over hate, peace over war, and don't forget, you ain't shit until you lend someone a helping hand. Family, my method is my madness. You might not appreciate me till I'm gone, but while I'm here, I'm going to talk my shit. The ATL Traffic Mix with DJ Naturel is up next. I love you all, I appreciate you all, and thanks for letting me be me. See y'all next week with another hot one, with a brand new, all fresh hot one, and we might even have a little bit of phone check for y'all. Phone check, homie. Please stay tuned and keep it locked right here for more outstanding talking musical programming on Beat Break 87 FM, BeatBreakRadioFM.com, and of course, ReachOneNetwork.com. Ayo, Sean Garvey. Bruh. Shoot. Replay it now. We got another one. See y'all all next week. I love you all. Jeff is Moody. Out. R.I.P. Ron Lava. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break Show. We got the homie AJ in the building. AJ. I can see you being in the White House. I mean, I would love Obama. to. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say myself, but yeah, I would love to go to the White House and, and sit down. Let me with let me President set the Obama. stage out. I'm a, I'm gonna pretend I'm President Obama and you AJ. All right. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay. Uh, so uh, AJ. Yeah. Uh, so what does uh, AJ stand for? Uh, Applejacks. <laughs>
Yeah. No, it doesn't. It's 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 AXJ, AJ. It's it's what my all my friends and family call me go by AJ. So and the X is in there. It's just for leaving my own mark while I'm here. Oh, okay. So yeah. Would you, you know, would you listen to my project, The Light Bulb Moment? I got my copy right here. You got your copy? Yeah, me and Michelle are going to bump to it. Please yeah. do. And I want you to hit me up and tell me what you like, too. Yeah, about that. Definitely. The best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio.